Hello and welcome back to the podcast. Today we are going to answer some listener questions. This helps me out a lot. So if you have a question or a topic you want explored on the show, please send it in to christinathechannel.com slash pod, P-O-D. I'm a generator. I live in response. So questions are my love language, giving me something to pull from. And also just with channeling, you know, there's so many topics we can go into. So it's really helpful just to hear what you guys are interested in. And then we can just ask the guides directly what you want to know about. But today I want to dive into some questions about relationships. We'll see how many uh, we can get through. I hope two or three. Uh, So yeah, that's what we're going to dive into today. Um, I have been just playing with different flows and I kind of want to change up the way we do the podcast. And I'm thinking it'll be like, basically to make it easier for me, beginning of the show, I'll just share some quick things on my end, what I'm thinking about, what I'm doing, what I'm up to, whatever. And then we'll just go based off listener questions and if it makes sense for Christina to answer, Christina will answer. And if it makes sense for the guides to answer, I will pop out and just let them handle it. And that's what we are going to do. I'm I'm playing with just really taking my hands off the wheel, you know, just like, and this is something that I keep getting personally, you know, in my, in my own practice, like for me with channeling and tuning in, I have a time I set aside just for myself, for my own personal growth, and what's going on in my life and that whole side. And then obviously I set aside time to tune into what's going on for the collective, what's going on for our individual community. So I'm doing all of those little buckets. And for me personally, it's been a lot of like, where am I just two in my own way? And with the membership, I'm playing with a new format that I'm excited about. I'm basically just doing a transmission call once a month to kind of guide all of the other content uh, and just letting the guides really, you know, teach instead of me like being in the middle, which, you know, there's a lot of, does it really matter who's saying it? I think sometimes it, it, you know, it lands differently. So it's sort of like how I could say one thing and then your friend could say the same thing. And then one other person could say the same thing, but maybe there's just one of us that it really lands with. It's like I could say one thing and and for some people it might land a lot better when Christina's saying it and then if I'm in channel and a nut, one of the guides is saying it, from their frequency it could land very differently and it unlocks something different for people. Plus like when the guides are coming through because of the frequency transmitted, it's like energy work in itself but you get it. Anyway, all that's really fun and happening. And I just want to give you a reminder that today's going to be the last day to sign up for my new program, Embodied Goddess, which I'm so excited about. Very in line with what I was just mentioning because this course is really going to be led by the guides. This is all about activating your goddess codes. So this is going to be over the course of about four months and We're going to have eight transmission calls that will be 90 minutes long and the beginning will be the live transmission from a different goddess energy I'm going to channel. That goddess will will teach the code, will share the activation, and then we'll have time at the end to to mastermind, to answer questions, all that fun stuff. And then we have three integration calls 
for Q&A, for coaching, you will get direct access to me here. So people have been asking like if I want direct coaching or if I have questions for you, will there be space? 100% absolutely. So if you're interested in that, jump in. And then we have one big energy healing activation session for the group that's going to be next level. So it's going to be a lot of fun. There's a community forum so you can stay in touch with each other in between. And yeah, I've just been feeling the energy like building, flowing. I'm just like so in my flow with this. I can't wait to see what comes through. So the link will be in the description, show notes, show notes below. And we start May 9th. So depending on when you listen to this. The link will still be up if there are spots available. So we'd love to see you in there. And, you know, part of Embodied Goddess is definitely going to involve relationships. We'll talk about relationships, money, the physical vessel, uh, activating your codes, your connection with the divine, all that fun stuff, manifestation, all the good stuff. So I think we all know I am obsessed with optimizing routines for productivity, efficiency. I think we all want to get more time back in our day. And I have been talking a lot about shifting my morning and sleep and all that fun stuff. But the thing is to have a really productive morning, it really does start the evening before. So I've been really looking at my evening routines. And the biggest mistake I was making was just not having enough of a ritual before I went to sleep to really set myself up for getting to bed early, getting enough rest, and then waking up feeling fully rested and energized. About 70 million Americans have chronic sleep issues and 50% of Americans deal with sleep deprivation. I am sure if you're here, You've experienced some of that too. Shout out to your spirit guides for waking you up at 3 a.m. My favorite new product to help with this is Ned's new Shut Eye Chai. It's a mellow super blend latte for sleep that combines adaptogens, aminos, functional mushrooms, and magnesium, the best ingredient out there. We all know I'm obsessed with magnesium, wrapped in a heavenly masala chai inspired spiced body. Think cinnamon, clove, ginger, all that good stuff. Not only does it set you up for amazing sleep, but ingredients like chaga, reishi, and ashwagandha are so deeply nourishing to the body. So you're getting a ton of additional benefits. All of the ingredients are so amazing for grounding. And I'm a big believer in grounding before you sleep. So you can just bring all of your energy back into your body and actually get a good night's rest. Shuddai Chai is crafted from the highest grade single origin ingredients, ethically sourced from some of the world's best small scale farms. And it's so amazing at helping to calm the nervous system, nourish your senses, and just send you peacefully off to dreamland. Shadai Chai does not contain CBD, caffeine, melatonin, or dairy. So don't worry, it won't stimulate you before sleep. So each evening I have been shutting things down a little bit earlier, making my Shadai Chai. I do two scoops, hot water, and then I top it off with some almond milk usually or coconut milk. Raw milk is really great too if you're into that. I froth it up. It's as simple as that to make. And then I like to sit down. I have a little a specific area in my house. I like to sit down and just really set intentions and infuse the drink with my intentions before sleep. It's a great time to express gratitude. I like to put in there any questions I have to get answered while I'm sleeping through my dreams. And I like to just take those few minutes while I'm sipping the Shaddai Chai. It's been infused with my intention. It's charged and I'm just connecting with my soul and getting any messages I might need from the day. This has 
totally changed my sleep. I feel like I'm getting such better sleep and I don't even need as much as I used to before. Like I was just feeling like I needed like 10 to 12 hours of sleep for a really long time. And since just really optimizing my before bed routine, I've scaled that back to like eight. And getting better sleep means I can show up more fully for all of you. I can record more content, work on all my books, channel really cool stuff. And it just totally changed my creativity levels. And I just feel so much more inspired. You do not want to miss out on Shut I Chai. It is so good. You can discover how Shut I Chai can revolutionize your sleep and get 15% off with the code Christina. Just go to helloned.com slash Christina or enter code Christina at checkout. That's helloned.com, H-E-L-L-O-N-E-D.com slash Christina, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A to get 15% off. Sweet dreams. On my side of things, um, I'm just getting back into the swing of things with April just felt like it knocked me over, which I've talked about. But from that, there's been this huge like rebirth energy between last eclipse and like the May 5th eclipse. So like that portal of time, I just feel like I shed so many layers. I have been going through my house and getting rid of things again and just finding old energy, you know, and that's why it's such a good idea to always just clean out things because you never know where you forgot you have some energetic attachments, like just finding old notes or letters or things attached to different versions of me. I had a really emotional moment. I found this mug. I found this mug. I don't know why mugs are so hard for me to get rid of. I'm that person with 500 mugs in their cabinet. Probably because I drink 500 beverages a day. I have like... (laughs) I have four next to me. Um, and I found this, I was just getting rid of things. And and if you struggle to get rid of things like me, like I just go into it, like, don't be emotional about it. I can't be emotional about it. And I just pick it up and I'm like, is this a yes? Is my sacral saying yes? Do I use this? When's the last time I use this? Is this something that I use regularly? And if not, it's just gotta go. It's gotta go. And I can't overthink it. Because I grew up in a home where like I was trained, oh, if you if you might need it in the future, just hold on to it. So we just all had too much stuff. So I have to be not emotional about it and just not and just really think very logically of it's a queen of swords energy. Like, have I used this in the last month? If not, it's gotta go. Or did I use this this season? You know, did I even use this in the winter? I went through a whole winter and I never wore that shirt. It doesn't need to be here. That kind of thing. But I found this mug, back to the mugs, that actually made me very emotional. Uh, and you know, there was, I, I, when I moved out of my, like, I guess the last moldy apartment I was in a couple years ago when I had mold illness and I had to move out and I had to get rid of all of my books and all my papers and all my pictures, like anything paper, um, and all like all my clothes and all my, all of that. But it, for me, it was really my books, the, the papers I had, the, the notes, the photographs I had that, was really, it was really emotional for me to let go of. And one of the things I got rid of was I had this huge box. I had this box and inside was just all the mountain of paperwork that I used to bring with me to all of my doctor's appointments when I was sick, when I was struggling with chronic illness, like all of my labs and all of the notes and just everything I brought with me everywhere in this box. It was heavy. And I hadn't looked at that box 
in, in a second. Um, and it was really emotional for me. I actually took photos of it just to see like how many labs there were and all of the notes and kind of going back to seeing the whole trajectory of my chronic illness. And when I was in the thick of it and at the hospital, like every day it was like crazy. That was really emotional for me. And it was actually super liberating for me to get rid of that, you know, and I had held on to it for a couple years and getting rid of it was emotional, but it felt really good. And I just felt the energy release and that shows up in the body, you know, and, and I'll tell you like a huge thing, if you haven't already realized this is, and this goes back, this is like feng shui. This is just energetics. If you feel like you are having physical health issues or you're carrying extra weight, that's just one of the symptoms. It can also be like acne. It can be, you know, cough, throat chakra, sinuses, immune system. Like there's all kinds of different ways that it shows up in the body, but our body is mirroring things in our environment for us. And so having too many items or like needing to clean things out can show up as physical health issues or stuckness in, in the physical body. And so you'll feel that release a hundred percent, just the energetics of that. The other one is your car. Always check your car. But anyway, I thought I had gotten rid of everything from that part of my life, you know, getting rid of all of the clothes during that time and getting rid of all of the paperwork. I didn't really think I had anything else except pictures on my phone that I keep because I don't know. It's like honoring that version of myself. Like I love that version of myself and though she was really struggling all that. I learned so much because of her. I became who I am because of her. Anyway, I thought I got rid of everything and I, I realized, oh my gosh, no, the thing I'm still holding on to is this mug. And it's this really nice, this really nice mug from Disneyland that's like, it looks, it's like a painting. It has a million things going on. It has like all of the characters in the world. It's like a really nice mug and it's a big mug. It's huge because we know I love big mugs. It's jumbo sized. And and it's like a heavy duty mug. Like I'm pretty sure I paid like 40 bucks for this mug at Disneyland because Disneyland was like my safe haven at the time. Uh, and for much of my life and especially in college, you know, I went to UCLA. And so I went to Disneyland all the time. I had an annual pass. And when I was really sick, it was like just a, this one place I could go and hang out and forget all of the sickness and all of the pain and all of the stuff in the rest of the world. It's like this portal, you know, that's one of the cool things about theme parks. Although, you know, they have their own things going on. That's a whole other topic. <laughs> we could, we could channel about theme parks. Holy shit. But it was, this just this one mug and it was like really, it was like really hard for me to release to, to, I was like, it's such a nice mug, but you know, what's interesting is I've held on to that mug for the last what nine years. And it was the mug I drank every single day during my whole like sickness, illness, like that mug, just every single day it was with me. Drink it, drink out of it every day. There's a big energy attachment with it. And it's funny because I stopped drinking out of it, <laughs> but I never got rid of it. Like I've carried it with me through, it's what I've moved like maybe seven times, seven times. And I brought it with me everywhere and it was still there. And it was one of the hardest things for me to, to get rid of. And so I would think about like, what's your, what's your mug? 
you know, like what's the thing that you're still holding on to? And, you know, it's, it doesn't seem like it's taking up space, but it is. And it's still holding you on to that old version of yourself or that old relationship or that old situation or that old location. Uh, and you're ready to let it go. It's like the last remnant, you know? So what do you need to clean out? But also like, what are you really ready to let go of? And with that is really, who do you still need to forgive? Who do you still need to forgive? Uh, that's the big thing that's coming up right now, because as we are ready to really launch into new versions of ourselves, we, we get held back and stuck when we're holding on to anger, sadness, resentment, bitterness, whatever it is that's keeping us in the old situation. So what do I need to forgive? What's my mug physically, emotionally, or energetically? That's what I'd like you to think about. And that's really what's been on my mind as I am pretty much right now just focused on cleaning out my house, which is an endeavor, going deep clean through everything, getting rid of so much stuff and getting ready for the product launch for the courts for courts launch. I'm super excited and trying to finish editing this book because it just, um, life happened, you know? So that's what we're, we're working on. That's what I'm just to tell you. Okay. Let's jump into questions. So I have, I have some of your questions. Okay. <clears throat> First one reference podcast 597 live channeling. Thank you for the reference. Appreciate that. Um, soulmate contracts. Hi, Christina. My question pertains to having a healthy soulmate soulmates in my life. I have come to a point where I am over the bullshit and the drama that toxic people bring into my life. Amen. One instance is how certain people try to dictate my life by always questioning and being negative, going against it based off of their beliefs or past experiences about my goals, plans, and or dreams. I have cut some of those people out of my life because I felt so drained. Probably a good idea. Both you and Teal mentioned soulmate relationships coming to an end, which I can understand. But what is the difference between someone draining my life energy compared to someone who is triggering or challenging me? I cannot see the difference. What if one or more of the people I cut off was really there to help me ascend? Thank you. Thank you. What a, what a great question. Oh man, let's break this one down. Spirit guides, you ready? <laughs> oh man. I think I just got to give my, uh, our, our bullet points. Let's just go back to the top. Um, I love when these are juicy. My guides are laughing at me. How people try to dictate my life by always questioning and being negative. And then I cut them out of my life because I felt so drained. Okay, so what we want to go into there is we want to look at why were those people in my life to begin with? Was that the frequency I was vibrating at when I first attracted that in? Understandable. And now I've shifted and changed. Or what was I still at a different frequency Maybe I was at a, a frequency that where that's it's not resonant, but they still came into my field. Why was that? 
did I allow that in? So the thing to look at is, because these are all just data points in our reality. We can be learning from literally anything in our in our reality. It doesn't mean we need to all the time because that can be exhausting. You know, you got to just live and be. But also, anytime you want some personal expansion and exploration, the data points are right there in your reality. But okay, I can look at why did I attract that in and did I allow that in? And one of the big things that's coming up for people right now as as we shift and ascend and and grow, it's, you know, when we release relationships, what's the frequency we're holding as we're doing that? Are we doing that from a place of, there's actually a low frequency place of thinking we're better than them or being angry with them? Or are we able to do that holding the frequency of unconditional divine love and seeing that person through the eyes of the divine and holding that love and, and seeing them as they are with love and also understanding And right now, this isn't the most resonant thing for my reality. I don't need to make anybody right or wrong for it. I'm going to focus on this because this is actually what's lighting me up right now. So learning to hold this vibration of unconditional love as we're making these adjustments. Looking at where we are not being pristine with our field. Looking at where we are getting frustrated by situations, people, things, and asking ourselves, well, how did that get get here? And how did I allow that? And sometimes that's a matter of like just even giving energy to begin with. You know, maybe I knew from the beginning that this person wasn't really resonant with me and I felt guilty or I felt bad or I felt like I, I just should. So I became friends with them. Were we friends out of convenience? That's that's something to look at. But also, what about, was I calibrating to them in the dynamic and so it was allowing it to work? Versus, was I holding my frequency? Was I holding the frequency of the relationship container I wanted to be in? And seeing if people could rise or not. So just starting to become aware of how that entered into our field. Because we can, and the answer might be like, I just outgrew, you know, I just, I just shifted and it's not resonant for me anymore and that's fine, but we're just opening this up because lots of different people are listening, right? And that's something that's in the field. When I'm channeling these people, somebody asked me this the other day, like, how the hell do you have so much to say? Because what's going on is, first of all, I have 15 spirit guides yelling at me, not yelling at me. (laughs) They're talking lovingly. I'm just being, um... I'm speaking in hyperbole. I've got a lot of conversations happening. But also, we're reading the field. So like, you know, this person, there's this person, there's and there's a specific read for this person. But why these questions are great is because it opens up like the field of everybody listening. And then other questions that I can telepathically hear you are saying or different scenarios like they're showing me different scenarios of people who are listening to address um so I'm getting like basically more questions and more scenarios and more information just by like tapping into the field and seeing what's what's going on and that's why we're expanding out in these different directions right so and that's something that they're saying is really important to be looking at right now it's not just about releasing what's no longer serving us it's looking at like how did I how did I grow this? How did I allow this in? 
you know, did, did I really learn? Um, cause that's important for us to know moving into our next relationship dynamics for sure. Um, <clears throat> you know, and so is there a piece of me that, that's like always questioning other people, that's always skeptical of other people, or that's being negative, that's, that's projecting. There's also just the, the opportunity to look at, are they really being negative? Like, it's one thing, look, I get it. <laughs> Human me gets it. So what the guides are saying is, somebody could be questioning, you know, your life choices. And depending on your previous experiences and, and our, maybe our previous experiences, our emotions, our own insecurities, our own past wounds, our conditioning, whatever it is, we can perceive it as like this person is questioning me with the energy of they don't trust me or they don't think I'm good enough or they're being negative. But is that actually what's going on? Is, is that, or is that person questioning from a place of like, that's very expansive for them and they actually just want to learn more or they're trying to understand your thought process, right? And so, I mean, this is, let me tell you, one of the biggest lessons I've had to learn in my life because I used to get so triggered by just any questions people asked because for a very long time, there was a lot of people in my life who were asking those questions with the, with the energy of, you shouldn't be doing that. You don't know what you're talking about. And the thing was I was projecting that onto other people where other people were asking questions just because they were curious to learn more. Like they just literally, they didn't have anyone around them that was making those types of decisions or they're actually curious about how it worked or whatever. And I had to look at where I was projecting things, projecting the past onto the future and where I was viewing the situation from the lens of my own wound, my own insecurity, perhaps, where I wasn't maybe fully, maybe I was a little nervous about that choice. And so when someone is questioning it, I was like, oh shit, maybe this is bad. Maybe this is a bad choice, right? So noticing where we're projecting and just also seeing was maybe was that person actually just trying to find a little liberation for themselves through through that questioning and, and better better understand. But also, you know, even if that person is questioning, like, and it is coming from a negative place, we can respond to that by feeling like, you know, don't throw my, your negativity onto me and kind of like making it about us. But what would it look like to look at the situation from a space of neutrality and just seeing, okay, if this person is witnessing someone else make a choice and they have something to say, and it's very negative, like holding love and compassion for that person because what is that representing about like, you know, maybe how they're feeling in, in their own lives or what they think is possible? Because it's usually just a function of, it's usually just a function of like what they think is possible and what they think isn't and, and their own beliefs. And so it's just like seeing that, oh, that's just because of what they might have, what they might currently believe or their own life experiences. And it doesn't have to like mean something about me. That's just how they're responding or reacting. Hopefully that is, is making sense. But yeah, like big picture, (laughs) if they're always questioning or being negative, projecting whatever about your goals, plans, or dreams, you might not have vibrational availability for that. That's fair. 
Um, I've cut some of these people out because I felt so drained. Yeah. And that's a thing is like listening to your body. So that's a really important thing that like you want to be a we or are they right now? We want to be a we. <laughs> it's a really important thing that we want to say about navigating these different relationships, these changing relationships is paying attention to how your physical body is feeling. Because right now, when you are unlearning, always leaning into your mind and your logic, there is, of course, lots of value in your mind and your logic. That's one tool. But part of really listening to your soul, listening to your intuition is to start to decondition yourself from always leaning into the brain and starting to tune into what is my soul saying? What is my body saying? What is the wisdom of my body saying? And so paying attention to what your physical body is saying, and it goes both ways. There might be certain people that your mind doesn't really like, but your body is expanding around. (laughs) Like you feel this openness. And I've said this, Christina, I've said this quite a few times around there's been a lot a lot of the most expansive people in my life really triggered me at first and it was this thing of like my brain and my ego did not like it like not like that person (laughs) but there was something about them that I was like drawn to and it was like I felt this my whole body like expand I felt like my energy rise and it and my ego was like what the heck was that um but it was because like I I was expanding around them I could feel that vibrational gap in my body was saying, okay, lean into it. Or this is a big one with dating right now. So many people are aligning with their divine counterpart, whatever that looks like. A lot of people are really coming into really sacred unions right now and being brought together and current relationships are are transforming and, and getting deeper and stronger. Or as always, you know, if they're not meant to be, they're falling apart. But there's a lot of coming into union kind of energy that's that's happening right now. And the one of the main blocks for a lot of people has been that they are looking for someone. They're looking for someone instead of attracting who's a vibrational match and allowing what's meant to be delivered to be delivered. And one of the big blocks is that people have in their minds the idea of what they think they need and they have that on paper, whether it's physical characteristics or emotional characteristics or certain stage in life, whatever it is, very specific traits. But those traits aren't necessarily what's going to be for their highest and best. And so a lot of people are feeling very, very blocked with finding their person because they're trying to find this thing on the list, but they've also set the intention of wanting their divine counterpart or the person that's that's for their highest and best. And that person maybe doesn't look like what they've written down on paper. So listening to your body's wisdom, right? If you're always feeling drained, around a certain person and listen to this in your current relationships too, that's a sign. If maybe you might be around someone new and they're not your usual type, whether that be romantically or friendship, but like, you're like, I don't know why this person, I'm just like, feel good. I'm excited. (laughs) Uh, I'm kind of, I'm like leaning in. I'm like, why do I feel so lit up? Why do I feel energized and inspired? For me personally, whenever I like, I know the sign of that's a solid, that's a good relationship because I leave the situation. I just feel energy. I feel energized. I feel inspired. I feel like, you know, I could, I want to go do a lot of physical activity because I just, I have a bunch of energy. So listening to that, your body is telling you a lot more than your mind can. We love that. 
and highlighting that because a lot of you need to tune into the physical part right now because you're way too in your heads as you're evaluating certain relationships. And that could be anything. That could be within your career. That could be within your romantic relationships, within your friendships. You're so in your head about it. You're like thinking it, thinking your feelings, feel in your physical body how it's feeling. So I've been talking a lot about how I have massively cut down on caffeine and it's helped me just feel a lot better. And I want to give a shout out to some of the products that have helped make that transition super easy, including Organifi Pure. I know I talk about green juice all the time and it's a daily staple for me, always will be, I'm obsessed, but Organifi Pure, I feel like doesn't get enough love. It's a clinically proven cognitive enhancement lemonade designed for increasing your mental focus instantly. You just mix it with water and you're good to go. It's all natural, 100% USDA certified organic. It contains 11 superfoods and compounds for brain health and mental performance. And I seriously immediately notice a difference. I love that it gives me that mental clarity without any of the jitters or other effects from caffeine. Organifi Pure contains ingredients like lion's mane mushroom, which we know is incredible for helping to increase neurogenesis in the brain. Neurogenesis is the creation of new brain cells. I have talked about lion's mane a lot when it comes to improving cognitive function and focus and memory. Pure also contains neurofactor, a compound isolated from organic coffee berries. Clinical research shows that it increases BDNF up to 206%. BDNF is brain-derived neurotrophic factor, a protein in the brain that's responsible for increasing memory, learning, and the survival of brain cells. But here's the thing. It just tastes really good. Like if you like the taste of lemonade, it tastes like a tart lemonade that's not overly sugary. It tastes so good. I love to have it in the morning. I just immediately get this mental clarity. I feel sharp. I feel on point. If you ever watch me on YouTube and I seem extra spicy, I probably had pure before I jumped on camera. So pure has been top of my list and I'm going to give another shout out to Organifi. Harmony, pure is the cold drink. Harmony is the warm drink. I have this every single day. It's this amazing cacao blend. It just tastes like hot chocolate. I literally just mix it with hot water and it's designed to help balance and support your hormones. If you've been dealing with any PMS symptoms or any other signs of hormonal imbalance, check this out. Or if you're just a chocolate addict like me, because Let's be honest, I would drink this even if it didn't have healthy ingredients. But Harmony has ingredients like maca, cacao, obviously, chase tree berry, shatavari, stinging nettle, like everything my acupuncturist wanted me to take separately. So I love that I can have it really conveniently all in this beverage that I would want to drink anyway. And I want to highlight this because I've been talking to a lot of people in my community who have been expressing that their periods have been really bizarre in the last year or so. There's a lot shifting vibrationally and with the planets and you know the whole other conversation but periods being off and weird and weird PMS symptoms even when you're doing everything quote right has been just really common and drinking harmony consistently for me has really just helped to regulate my body and I feel so much better when I do plus it tastes amazing so if you want to get your hands on harmony pure or any of Organifi's other incredible products because Organifi makes up 90% of what I put into my body, just head to Organifi.com slash CTC. That's spelled O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com slash CTC. And that code will get you 20% off. Okay. Both you and Teal mentioned soulmate relationships coming to an end, which I can understand, but what is the difference between someone draining my life energy? And I just want to say like so many contracts are ending right now. I just had to say this. Like so many contracts are ending right now and new ones are opening up and contracts can end overnight. Like they can end very quickly. And 
if you feel like your, your feelings, if you feel like your feelings around someone or something just changes overnight, we can get really upset with ourselves and, and, and try and overthink it. And well, that doesn't make sense. Well, am I crazy? I mean, you know, make sure that's not just a, you know, an emotional wave you're riding or that's that weak, but that is a really common thing. Once a contract is over for the, I mean, it could be your, your, the location you're in, like you loved your home and then you wake up one day and you're like, I literally can't be here or you're in the relationship, whatever it is. It, it can just be how your body is letting you know, how your soul is letting you know that the contract's over. It can happen that quickly. Like, because something, your soul's always guiding you, right? So something's got to push you in a different direction. So if a contract's done, I mean, how else, how else are you going to know, right? Like something's going to guide you, be like, I can't be here anymore. And then you exit and then we open the door for the next part of the contract to come in. Okay. So what is the difference between someone because, sorry. Okay. They're telling me I'm not finished. <laughs> to finish that, a lot of co- contracts are ending and new ones are opening up. And that can also be a new contract within the current relationship. Okay. So that could be a new, like you could be, it, it might not always be that the relationship itself is done, but it could be this this iteration, this version of the relationship. Uh, so you might notice like your current relationships having a totally different energy to them because like the old one just literally wasn't working. And so there could be a contract, there could be a lesson that has been coming up that you've been meant to learn within the relationship and that contract is complete and there could be an, another lesson with that person or maybe there's no lessons and it's just chill time now with that person. So the, a lot of contracts are completing because so many people are aligning with their divine mission. We know that's what this entire year is about. And so Things are really, really accelerated in terms of aligning us with the people and opportunities and situations where we are on mission, on track, like let's go. And that means a lot of the old stuff, like we're finishing up and whatever needs to be in your reality for you to really live your mission is coming in. So that's why a lot is soul contracts, like closing. You're going to feel this. This is death, rebirth energy, which we love. Uh, All right. (laughs) Okay. What is the difference between someone draining my life energy compared to someone who is triggering or challenging me. I can't see the difference. What if one of the people I cut off was really there to help me ascend? Thank you. I mean, (laughs) if one of the people you cut off was really there to help you ascend, they're going to come back in your reality. You can't miss what's for you. So if they needed to help you ascend, they're either going to come back into your reality or the lesson will come through another person if it's able to come through another person. Sometimes it's contracted to be with that specific person. Other times just the lesson in the, the person, the vessel, the vehicle doesn't really matter. So you won't miss it. If there's something that you need to ascend, it's going to be in your reality. And if you try and push it away, it's going to come back in or it's going to come through in a different form. Trust me, I want you to remember this. Everything is supporting you in your ascension and your highest path. Remember that. Literally everything. You have this incredible divine team all around you. You have angels and guides and, and past loved ones and your higher self. And literally the whole point is for your growth and ascension. Everything is supporting you and trying to help you. And so often we, in this human experience, like without realizing it, we're moving through the world thinking that, 
you know, I'm trying to live on my highest timeline, but all of these other forces are trying to make it hard or I might miss out on it. There's literally so much momentum. <laughs> they're, they're saying, this is the example they're giving me. They're saying it's like, as I see this all the time, people, you know, people come in for readings and they're just feeling like, you know, they're struggling, they need help. And they've got like, you know, 15 spirit guides around them that are like, hello, like we're trying to help you. Like we want to help you. Like let us do some of this. So the example is I'm like, I really need money. I really need money. And you have 10 people around you who are like, I would love to help you out here. Let me give you some of this money. Let me give you some money. And you're like, no, no, no. I got to work for it. I got to earn it. No, 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 no. And you just don't, you just, just, why? Just take the money. They're like, I know we, I just, I genuinely just want to help you. I love you. You've been there for me. Like, I don't need this. They've got a good relationship with money. They can circulate the money. You're like, no, no, no. I got, I got to work hard. I got to earn for it. Like, that's what's going on, right? So just noticing where, where am I living out of alignment with the belief, with the knowing that, there is so much energetic momentum toward me always reaching my highest timeline, living my highest timeline with my ascension. Like everything wants you to ascend. Everything wants you to ascend, <laughs> right? So it's like if I accidentally, you know, maybe say no to this opportunity for ascension, it's not like, oh, shit out of luck forever. I'm screwed. New path is going to pop up because they're like, let's go. We want you to do this. It's going to keep popping up going to keep popping up. So don't worry about that. The other thing is, what if we, I think there's, and you know me, Christina, personally, I don't really worry about semantics too much because like we're all going to have different associations with certain words. And you know how I feel about the, about language. It's limiting. Anyway, what, what, what I'm getting from this though is like just this languaging, I, I cut some, I cut someone off. There's an opportunity to see that a little bit differently. And what if we didn't think about, it, it was like, I'm cutting people off. It's like, I'm just moving this out of my current visible reality. It's just a transition. Like there's something about the energy of a cutoff that And look, I, Christina, have no problem using that term. Like, I think it, get, it gets it across, but they're bringing this forward for a reason uh, because because of the lesson that needs to come through here. Around, they're saying that the energy of, the, the, of a cutoff that is out of alignment with the soul remembrance, with the soul knowing that we are all one. We are all one. Right. And if there was a, a cutoff and like the energy of that, do I still have low frequency emotions attached to that? Do I still have any anger, resentment, resentment, bitterness? Maybe not. But also there's like a softness that can come through of instead of thinking about like I'm cutting this out, like goodbye, cutting it off Um, right now. And personally, I feel like that that can serve like vibrationally to to think of it that way. But that's not really what's going on. Like, that's not really what's going on. So maybe that languaging helps us. Certain times it does for me. But that's not like really what's going on vibrationally. It's kind of like we're just all in the sea of oneness. And if you're watching the video, you can see this. Like, you know, I, uh, you know, you know what it is. When I was little and I was in, I was in the pool 
I used to like bring a hula hoop in there and then I would put certain toys in in the hula hoop. So it kind of like made a circle around me and there was like me and my certain toys in my hula hoop. And <laughs> I cannot believe it. <laughs> Whatever. And then what I would do sometimes is I would like, you know, throw certain toys out of the hula hoop into the rest of the pool. So it would like float into the rest of the pool. It float away from me. Everything in the hula hoop was contained. And then I would maybe put a different, different toys into my contained hula hoop area, like floaty toys, right? So they stayed close to me so I could access them. And the other stuff I just, so it, we were all still in one pool, right? But like I had my contained area within the hula hoop. Just think of it as like who and what is in my hula hoop, right? And if that toy needs to come back in my hula hoop, the wind is gonna blow, the, the pool is gonna bring it back in my direction and I can always grab it and bring it back in. So think about that. The real question, what is the difference between someone draining my life energy compared to someone who's triggering or challenging me? If someone is draining your life energy, then that's not in alignment for you at that moment for whatever reason, for whatever reason. Someone who is triggering and challenging you, someone who's triggering you, <laughs> right? They're triggering your ego like might be poking at something that your ego doesn't like, that your ego is uncomfortable with, but you're not feeling drained. You will actually find a lot of growth from that situation where it actually feels expansive and it feels like, you know, there's this good feeling that comes with like, if I get like, I get really triggered by something and then I like sit with it and I journal about it and I like work with it and I get in there like, what the hell was that? And what are my beliefs around that? And why did that hurt me? And I like work through the whole thing and then I get to the root of it and I shift it. And it's like this, like, oh, it feels good. It's like this satisfaction thing. It's this expansion thing, right? It's like this openness. Uh, and that's really what it will feel more like, right? Like, like if you're with a partner, cause it's, let's say you're with a partner and they're, you're constantly feeling drained. Like, Actually, let's, let's give two examples. Option A, you're with a partner and they're triggering you and you realize this, but you're always feeling drained and tired, out of alignment. You don't really need to know more. Option two, you're with a partner and maybe they're constantly triggering you, like, or you're getting triggered by them. That's really the, the, the phrasing we want to use. You're getting triggered by them, but you're also growing a lot and, and you're feeling very expanded. It's like, ugh, but like it's forcing you to look at things and you are expanding yourself and growing and, and you're feeling actually good big picture, that's expansive. I mean, that is, that's good. That's, that's good for us. <laughs> uh, that's good for us a little bit. And we're not talking about like intent, someone intentionally trying to poke at you. We're just talking about like, oh, I feel like I'm getting triggered right here. Um, because of whatever that's poking within me, but you're going to feel expanded and, and actually more lit up big picture. You're going to feel like that is contributing to your evolution and won't feel like you're getting drained. So it's a great question. Um, <clears throat> anything else on that? Okay, so they're saying that a lot, 
a lot of us are just really overcomplicating it. And so we're trying to live these soul aligned lives and we're just letting our overthinking and our brains get so involved. And sometimes it's just a lot, it can be a lot simpler than, than you're letting it be. And it can be a lot simpler in the fact of like, I'm just not feeling good here. And a lot of the overthinking is coming from a place of like feeling like we need to explain, feeling like we need a justification. And a lot of that is connected to someone being right or wrong and someone being good or bad or like I, I outgrew it and I'm it's and it's not about that at all. And that's the thing that we have to learn to really uphold a high frequency and uphold the vibration of unconditional love as we are growing and shifting and expanding. It's the transitions don't need to be because uh, I'm at a higher vibration than you or I'm better than you. They don't have to be because like something bad happened or whatever it was. It could just be, it's just a transition. It's just, it's just a transition. You know, like I was in third grade and then I completed it and I moved to fourth grade and I still love my third grade teacher. My third grade teacher is great. I love third grade. It was awesome. My friends are great. And now I'm just in fourth grade. It's just like, I'm just in fourth grade and I don't need to make a story about like, well, I left third grade because blah, blah, blah. Like, <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So it's going to be a really big lesson for us because we're shifting and changing and evolving so, so quickly. You're going to notice that you're evolving out of certain relationship dynamics, whether that means different relationships themselves or just different iterations of the, of the current relationship, because you can grow and change and the relationship can change like within the current relationship it's going to be having very, very quickly. Um, and for you to really lean into listening to your intuition, living a soul led life, it's less about the overthinking and, and not, you don't need to justify it. Like who are you really trying to justify it to? Who are you really trying to explain it to? And a lot of times that answer really does actually come down to, I'm trying to explain it to myself. So I feel better about it because I feel guilty about this and who's making you feel guilty. And why would you feel guilty? And I think that question is really, really important. Why would I need to feel guilty about this? When we feel guilty about something, it's usually indicating that it's because we think we did something wrong. So who told me that shifting out of a certain dynamic and going into a different one is wrong? Why is that wrong? And when you really get to the bottom of it, you're like, there's nothing wrong about it. I'm just changing. Like, am I allowed to wear my hair a different way today? Yeah. Yeah. Why not? I didn't do anything wrong. And so noticing where we're holding on to guilt for literally no reason because of somebody else's stories or projections or whatever it is or because you're feeling their emotions and we can't let that stop us from staying on track with our highest alignment and following our joy. And when we keep making decisions out of guilt or I need to justify or explain, we keep calibrating to where other people are at instead of like living from the new template, instead of living from the new codes. Woo, it's 2.22 on the clock. It's four, it was 4.44 on my recording, which it'll probably not be 44 because we add in, we add in things, but, and then I got a ringing in my ear. So that was snaps. Great question. We love that. Um, anything else on that? Remember that it gets to be easy, <laughs> right? And so the relation, here's the thing. Even when a relationship is very challenging and triggering you, there's still this energy of like ease to it. There's still this like, I'm meant to be here. I just feel like I'm fighting all the time. Like even though maybe it's difficult, like there's still something within you big picture because we can be holding different emotions at the same time. There's still something where it is flowing and like, and this is the thing about alignment. 
I was just talking to, to my friend Rachel about this. We were talking about alignment, how a lot of people think that alignment is like everything's easy. And you can be going through some of the most challenging times in your life and you're in alignment. That's part of the alignment. That's part of the track. But there's something about, despite me being in the middle of everything falling apart and everything crumbling, this is where I'm supposed to be. Despite the fact that I'm highly uncomfortable and I'm, I'm, I'm very sad, I'm very angry and everything's getting ripped out of my life, there's still the soul knowing of this is the track. There's almost like it's, un, it's unfolding and crumbling effortlessly. Doesn't mean it feels good. Alignment doesn't always feel good for the ego because alignment is about where the soul wants to be. See? Okay, I want to I wanna do one more. Can we do this? This is ambitious of me. Well, these are kind of connected. <sighs> Here we go. Can you clarify determining whether a relationship is no longer resonant versus creating non-resonance in the relationship with your thoughts or emotions? 20 years in a relationship and there is an energy that keeps pushing me toward leaving. Has a contract ended? Or have I created this momentum to leave? Well, we want to say, does it really matter? Does it really matter? Because once again, we're, do we, are we looking for justification of like, <laughs> I'm leaving because the contract ended, right? Um, versus did I create the momentum to leave? Well, why did you create the momentum to, to leave? Was it part of you that's been looking for an out? Or is this a space that you can really look into to learn about yourself and starting to look at, okay, what are my beliefs and what are my thoughts about what's going on? And can I challenge myself to see it from a different lens? So if I'm, if I'm complaining about this or if I'm saying that this person does this and, and that, like, are, is, are all of these stories I've created, all of these things that I'm telling myself, are they really true? So really getting clear on what your emotions are, how you're feeling, what your thoughts are, what your beliefs are, what it is you're really looking for. And then very like actually objectively from a space of neutrality, looking at how that person is showing up and is it aligned? Have I communicated my needs? Am I showing up at the frequency that I want to be feeling in this relationship? Or am I nagging on this person? Am I never communicating what I want? Am I never giving them feedback? Am I never giving them an opportunity to show up for me the way I want? We have to express to people how, how we want to be loved. They won't just, they don't, they won't just know, right? So get specific, give them the keys, Give them the keys to your heart. Give them the keys to how to love you and see if they're going to use them or not. Like give them at least the opportunity. Have I expressed it clearly? Am I expressing my emotions? Have I given them space to? How am I receiving them? Am I, am I treating them, showing up for them the same way that I want them to with me? Or am I like complaining about things? Am I giving people praise? Am I giving them their love language? Like, do you know their love language and are you, are you giving it to them? Right, we always want to look at that. So we want to look at... Because you're in the relationship for a reason, right? So whether or not you actually, it's actually time to leave, use the relationship right now, like explore, use it in terms of everything I look at and start to shift within myself and heal is either going to totally change the energy of this relationship where I'm going to feel good in it again, amazing, or I'm going to learn a lot of lessons about how I really want to show up and what I really need that I can carry into the next one. So Determining whether a relationship is no longer resonant versus creating non-resonance in the relationship. I mean, either way, you know there's non-resonance, right? And 
what you look at is your thought, what are my thoughts and what are my emotions and why do I feel that these are non-resonant with the relationship? But what it, what it feels like, it's like looking for an explanation or looking for justification to the contract end. Like, is that why I'm feeling this way? Like, why am I feeling this way? Or did I create this myself or am I to blame? Right. And so even when we're looking at all of this stuff and taking responsibility, we're still not blaming. We're just noticing we're just noticing, whoa, did I create that story? Is that what's really going on? And is there another perspective that I could see this through? Right? If you created the momentum to leave, that was for a reason. And that could be because a piece of you was creating scenarios to, ha- to have an excuse to leave. So you could, you could say, people do this, right? Right? Like, um, I mean, shit, I've done this in the past, 100%. Like, knowing it wasn't fully right and then kind of subconsciously creating situations so what you could point to, right? Like, well, that happened and that happened. And like, so you have your own justification because it feels uncomfortable to just listen to your emotions. It feels uncomfortable just to just have a knowing of this isn't resonant for me anymore and leave just because of that when everything else on paper is just fine. Like we will sometimes create scenarios so that it's not just our emotions we're leaning on, it's more of the facts, right? But also sometimes we create the momentum to leave with our thoughts and emotions because of our own wounds, our own insecurities, or our own past experiences. The the glasses that we were trained to wear from a young age about certain situations so what we first want to look at is like, what are those glasses that, that I'm using to see this? Could I see this from a different way? Could could I actually try and view, view this from the perspective of this is, if this is meant to work out, what's another way that I could, I could see it? Am I seeing this person in the situation from the space of love and abundance and all the possibilities, right? Or have I already decided it's not going to work, so I'm seeing everything through that lens, right? If you've already decided that someone's going to annoy you, they're going to annoy you. If if you've already decided that someone's the best and nothing they do could ever bother you, then no matter how annoying they might be to someone else, you're just going to, aren't they great? Aren't they great? (laughs) You know, so you first want to, you do want to look at that lens. Like if you have that question, right? And this is about, this is about getting to that answer for yourself, because this isn't something that someone outside of you can can tell you. It's actually that question is the answer. You know exactly what to look into. Right? Something has shifted with you. A contract has ended. Perhaps it's with the relationship. Perhaps it's with the way that you're viewing relationship. Perhaps it's with certain thoughts and emotions and, and, and feelings that maybe aren't serving you anymore. Something has ended. Something has shifted. Right? So the energy wants to move. So this means you need to show up in a different way. So you need to show up holding the thoughts that are for highest and best and seeing if that shifts anything. And if not, then you're getting the answer about maybe this relationship isn't, isn't it resonant for me anymore. (sighs) Anything else on that? Um, At, at the root of this, at the root of both of these questions and really the, the energetic thread under these, what we really want you to know is that no one has to give you permission to trust yourself. You just have to give yourself that permission because this is all about 
just trusting yourself. This is about honoring how you feel. This is about being a leader in your own life. This is about looking in the mirror and looking at your own stuff and taking full responsibility and not not needing to explain it always to your ego. It's about learning to be okay with how, how you're feeling and what you really need and honoring that and showing up for yourself in that way. So this is really, all of this is about, can I trust myself? And most of the time when we're not trusting ourselves, it's because we still haven't forgiven ourselves from something that happened in the past, or it's because we're still playing into all of the expectations and societal programs that we've been conditioned to live with. And so am I, am I going to continue to play into the old relationship paradigm or other people's expectations, blah, 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 or... Am, am I going to live this soul aligned life where I listen to my soul and that's the most sacred relationship and I trust myself and I honor myself and I show up for myself and what I need the same way. Like, you know, if, if I, I mean my, my kitten, right? Like I'm, tr- I was trying to put her in this, I got her this cute little bed thing. And I desperately want her to sit in this little bed thing. Cause it's so cute. And I want a picture. And I stick her in it and she starts meowing and she just wants to crawl out. And I'm like, okay, fine. You don't have to get in there. <laughs> right. And so if she doesn't want to be in there, I'm going to just, okay, you can leave. Right. I, w- I want to make sure she, f- she's feeling good. Right. I want like, and I don't, I don't need to like have her justify to me why she doesn't like the bed. She just doesn't like it. So of course I don't want her, you know, squealing out of discomfort. I want her to be comfortable. And so it's like, okay, fine. No bed. Fine. And I don't need to understand why. <laughs> can you do that with yourself? Can you do that with yourself? Giving yourself permission to not explain or over justify and really just create that sacred space with yourself to tune in, to do your own personal work, right? Because this is about like looking at ourselves and and showing up ourselves as we really want to show up and then allowing everything outside of us to recalibrate and just allow the truth to be revealed. And a lot of times we we think we have to figure it out and dig. And it's like, very simple. Show up the way that you want to show up, which means aligned beliefs and thoughts and actions, like showing up as your highest self, thinking as your highest self, seeing through the lens of the divine, through the lens of unconditional love for yourself and other people and for yourself, because you'll forget about that. And then letting the pieces fall where they may and just letting it be revealed. So, Five, 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 five on the timestamp. Love that. We're going to close up there. Thank you for those amazing questions. I hope that this was helpful. Once again, if you have a question or a topic for us to explore on the show, I would love if you would send it into christinathechannel.com slash pod, christinathechannel.com slash pod. And that way we can add it to my little list and and keep these going. So if you did enjoy this, be sure to take a screenshot, share it to social media, tag me, tag at Christina at the channel podcast. So we can repost you and say a big thank you. It always means the world when you guys share the show. It really helps to continue to grow our community and to get this information out there to other people. So thank you for those shares, whether it's on social or you text the link to a friend or you leave an 
iTunes rating and review. Those are hugely, hugely helpful and mean the world to me and my team. So big thank you to you for being here. Thanks for listening in today. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day and I will chat with you again next episode.